1: Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new Ike Live show, and we've got a good one for you tonight. Let me start this off correctly and introduce the room. We got a great uh, crew tonight with us for this show, this live show. Um, sitting right next to me, Miss Rebecca, joining us. Beck, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Good. I like this because normally you're in and out of shows, the last couple shows. We got kids and all this kind of stuff going on dogs and cats and pigs. I don't know. What else do we have? We have all pigs?
0: I got brown We don't have any pigs. (laughs) We have one dog. No, we have a (laughs) dog. i just made up
1: a lot of animals, but normally you're in and out. It's nice. You're here right off the giddy.
0: Well, so daylight savings just happened. It did? So. In our children's mind right now, it's 9 o'clock.
2: Okay. So, so they were tired. so They, they went were exhausted. So they're so in bed Getting early. them to
0: bed was a little easier this Alright, evening. That's, that's awesome. good.
1: Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, and before I go over here, i got to ask you, of course, what are you wearing tonight? Who are you wearing?
0: I've what is this? I've got my um, Run DMC shirt on and okay. my, my Zara
1: Cheetah pants. Zara Cheetah pants and a DMC shirt? That looks good. Mm-hmm. Um Sitting to my left next to Miss Rebecca, we've got the one and only, the Dean, Pete Glusick, joining us, co-host of the show. Pete, how you doing? <laughs> <now? laughs> I'm
3: good. I'm good, man. It's good to be in studio.
1: Yes. A lot of buzz yeah. about
3: tonight's show. Yeah. Really excited to see how it all plays out. Yeah. And uh, I wonder what people, uh, I wonder, you know, what if they had to vote, what people would
1: vote yeah. about. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what's interesting. your inter- decision's going to I be. know. When
0: those Facebook polls up. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, it's interesting, you know. Does
0: anyone know how to do that?
4: Uh, we, yeah, we, don't know. we we did. we did we had several we no official tallies but no official tallies yeah, yeah but I made a couple posts
1: unofficial posts and, yeah. and it was I, I would say if I had to split it between the fans it was I saw I would say seventy percent <laughs> elites and I would say the other thirty percent was about fifteen percent MLF fifteen percent other
4: which I did I did yeah, see those that, that might be right yeah.
1: Maybe 10% other and f- yeah whatever.
4: Just that in the third.
1: Yeah, it was around there. Um, let me continue with the room tonight and on the ones and twos tonight. I'm going to keep using that. I like that better. I, I want to imagine these guys being DJs up there, <laughs> not, <laughs> not producer and assistant producer, DJs. Floating heads. Right, yeah, more yeah, than floating heads. Producer. Yeah, yes. we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> no, pushing buttons on the IMs <laughs> tonight. And, and listen, Sake, uh, uh, a.k.a. Jake, with us tonight. Um, Jake, it's good to have you here again. You feel like you're becoming a fixture of the show now. Yeah. Do you feel like you're becoming a part of, of this normal uh, debauchery? You debauchery? Can call it normal. Normal. Yeah. What if the
0: announcement tonight was that we're getting rid of Ike Live? How oh. bad
1: would you feel? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> he, he just got—he
3: just got a, a promoted to assistant
1: producer. Yeah, yeah. Just like that, it's I know.
4: you get to help clean up as we. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but mess.
1: but listen to me. If you're if you're watching right now, um, your input in this show tonight is very valuable. We need it. We want it. Please. Jake's going to be looking at that IM all night. Send us messages. Do whatever you want. Little pictures, diagrams, anything you want. Jake's going to be checking them out. And then, of course, producing the show, Brian De Carpenter. I only heard like three curse words at the beginning of the show. That's good. It's normally For like me? Six. Yeah, six. What? Yeah, there was a couple. <laughs> what was
4: that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! before we went yeah, live. Yeah, before we went live. Yeah. A couple little. How you doing tonight, Brian? Good outstanding very excited very excited i'm excited yeah. too this yeah. is uh this is I'm, I'm like we're gonna see if you do it or not I, uh we're doing <laughs> it.
1: we're doing it. and if you're watching right now we're doing something we are some. we are doing it we've got uh, a great show for you in the first segment here we're going to do a little tribute to um aaron martin's uh love aaron and uh we've got a little montage put together and then i think we're gonna just do some stories about aaron and and celebrating his life uh Impact so many people, Pete. His, his impact on not just the sport but people, you know. And I, I'm going to talk more about that um, after that, Pete. Uh, you know, you look around. Besides Becky, she's the only one not wearing Ike apparel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she's got Run DMC apparel on tonight. Uh, we're going to be launching officially a brand new line of AFCO clothing. It's the AFCO Times Ike. This is a collaboration line, uh, the Ike Approved line, and I'm excited, Pete, because we have a fall launch that we're doing now. We're easing into it, and then we're going to have a spring launch that's a very little bit exciting. sizable, more sizable really? than this one. I'm so excited. And we've got um, a good friend of mine, also works over at AFCO. We've got Matt Florentino joining us. Uh, and Matt's going to talk a lot about AFCO. I want to hear a little bit of the history of AFCO. They're doing some big things in fishing. So very excited to have Matt on. And then in the second segment, Pete, we're gonna make this announcement. We are actually gonna make this announcement. If you're worried, I know it, you, we've had some announcements in the past that we had technical difficulties. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little worried that <laughs> I might be punked. You,
3: you know, might, th- yeah.
1: Even us here in the studio, it's gonna happen. It's gonna I gotta, happen. I got something it's way gonna better. Gonna it's happen. it's yeah. gonna yeah. happen. I got
4: something better in mind for you. Pete. Yeah.
1: And then, and the it's third, perfect. I don't want <laughs> I, I want to throw this out there. And I want people to know, we don't want to give this away quite yet, but in the third segment, Brian Carpenter has a great mystery guest lined up. And I love it because I don't even know who these guests are. So we've got a mystery guest, plus we're doing an MTB unboxing. Speaking of MTB, Pete, the show is happens because of great companies. I want to just run down them real quick. Of course, our presenting sponsor, Mystery Tackle Box. Dude, I love this thing. It's like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. Puts lures in your hands that are hot, new, trending, stuff you might not normally buy. Absolutely. It's right here at your fingertips. So uh, much fun. It's fun. It is fun. That's a good way to put it, yep. right? It's fun to look out there at your door and see that box. It's very fun. Um, brought to you by AFCO, of course, and we're going to be talking about some of the new clothing tonight. Tin cup whiskey. Oh, gosh, we love whiskey here on Ike Live, And if you're <laughs> watching and you like a good American-made whiskey, Check out Tin Cup. Uh, I think we're going to be drinking a little bit of the rye tonight. Um, love the rye. Big fan of it. Uh, Founders Beer, um, what a great beer. Um, tonight we're going to be mixing it up. I'm starting with the Bottle Shop. Uh, Founders also has a great Oktoberfest out uh, that, that's tasty. And Brian DeCarpenter, yes? correct me if I'm wrong, but if somebody's watching right now and they're in, ah, bumfuck Arkansas. Yeah. And... They're saying, man, I don't That's know. That's where
4: Brodzick was looking for a house. Right.
1: Brodzick's looking for a house there. And they're saying, I don't know if I have founders around me. There is a way to figure that out, right? That's right. And what is that system, Brian
4: Figure the it the hell out. Figure it <laughs> out. Get off your butt, lace up your bootstraps, and figure that ch- Figure out. it out. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you meant? Oh, the uh, Founders app. The
1: Founders app. Yeah, yeah, of course. Download the Founders app. And, uh, figure when, it out. When you download that Founders app, you put in your zip code there, and you can figure out the Closest place to you that has founders, it's really good. Um, Pete got some great other sponsors here. I see on my list Bass University. Talk to me a little bit about BU. What do we got? We got some specials happening. What's going on? Yeah,
3: t- uh, well, you know, it's we Black Friday specials are rolling out everywhere. Ooh, yeah, we've got the Bass U Black Bass Friday, Black Bass Friday, Black Bass Friday. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. We had so, so many people this time of year. Uh, come to Bash University. They're, you know, taking their off season, learning, preparing for the next year. Yeah, we're offering fifty dollars off an annual subscription yeah. uh, for Bashu TV, and that's all over at Bashu.tv by the way. And our classes are um, are underway. You can go sign up.
1: I, I want to. I just we're wanna getting th- we're getting physical. Yeah, I, I want to give a quick <laughs> applause. Physical. Uh, physical. Let, let me give a quick applause <laughs> to that, just because. Yeah. Listen, I don't. I, I, I'm not, I you know, we don't talk politics or religion on the show. We stay away from that. But, dude, it feels so nice to be getting back to norm normality a little bit, and having bash university classes again. Yes, so great.
3: It feels great. It's really cool, and uh, we we have two classes lined up. We're going to be in. Gadsden, Alabama, and we're going to be in Anderson, South Carolina Ooh. this year. They're both going to be in January. Go over to thebassuniversity dot yep. and you can pick out the schedules. Yeah. But we have we have some lineups already. Ooh. for our classes. You want to so give me some names? Yeah, I want to give you some names. All right, all right. At Anderson, right now we've got Patrick Walters. Ooh, we got Matt Airy,
4: mm.
3: Brandon Cobb. Mm. And yours truly uh, will be in Anderson, South Carolina. Two more speakers are going to be announced for that event. And uh, in Gaston, we have our friend John Murray, uh, who sure has a bunch of Aaron Martin stories. Wes Logan, Zach Burge, Matt Heron, uh, local stud Ishama. <laughs> Long time. I think Ish may have may have be the longest tenured. Speaker he at be. Bass U. yeah. I remember him being
1: at one of the first ones in Philly. Absolutely, like the very he's first one. He definitely there. Yeah, he's been there. And then when day we went one. to
0: Cali. We went to Cali like went to one Cali. of the first years, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think the
3: first year. Yeah, it's just and been a great speaker for us. And we have uh, a headliner at the Gadsden Show. Uh, a guy that's going to be making a big decision tonight. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'm going to be there speaking. That's right. It's going to so be a good one. Go over to the thebassuniversity.com. We've got some early bird specials. Get your tickets. Get on. We're go- We're
1: getting physical. we are get to see people this year. That's awesome. exciting. I like it. Uh, this show, real quick, is also brought to you by TH Marine. What a great time to go over to TH Marine. Guys are building boats right now. Guys are getting their boats ready for the new season. Go to TH Marine. they got everything you need. Liquid mayhem. Man, all the guys here at Ike Live Crew have been using Mayhem and Scent forever. It's great stuff. It really works. Flambeau, Tackle Warehouse, everybody I know shops at Tackle Warehouse. Hobie, they are the Cadillac of kayaks, and if you want to get into kayak fishing, look at that 360 pedal drive. Go over to hobie.com. Torquito, man, that is the next thing in kayak fishing. In fact, Pete, when I won my event on the bay, I had a Torquito on the back. I couldn't have... No way. I couldn't have won if it wasn't for what a Torquedo allowed me to do. Absolutely. Get out in that flat, get back. So uh, Torquedo power for kayaks, boats, uh, small boats, all that stuff. Last but not least, Heshy Socks. Got them on tonight, rocking them. They look great with the new Ike Aftco stuff. Uh, Great list of sponsors here for the show. Want to start the show out, Pete. We always do this every time, and want to thank our military Active and veterans, thank you, men and women. Thank you, guys, for what you do. It's an absolute crazy world. Every time Brian the Carpenter comes over early and we start talking about the world, I get more and more freaked out. So thank you, guys, for what you do. I want to thank our policemen, our firemen, EMT, doctors. Thank you, guys, for what you do. Thank you very much. Um, Where do my notes go? Did I give you my notes? Can I look at this real quick? See where we're at, real quick. Here, I was just—all that was off of memory. how did I do? You did, did really good. good. I did pretty good.
4: Okay. Eight, eight years.
0: I'm like <laughs> watching these two. Like they're <laughs> put like they the producers right now are doing weird things <laughs> with like stickers. I on like it and though. Well, I know.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got the. Th- I won't talk about. it. The <laughs> lighting's just you know glares over here. Yeah. Glares over there. Yeah. Eight <laughs> years we've been doing this. Is right? it eight <laughs> years? I think 2013. Yeah. Wow. That's Dude, hard wha- to believe. Isn't that crazy? Eight uh-huh. years.
0: Remember when we all just gathered in the basement? Yeah. Drank oh drinks. God. Yeah, the early
4: Ike
1: live shows. Drink, I had
0: no drink. idea what we were doing.
1: Yeah. Still don't. Yeah.
0: Brian still presses buttons and still drinks. Still presses yeah.
4: buttons? Just random
1: the, yeah. buttons. Yeah. See yeah. if that works. I Press missed that. I missed
4: my yeah. first show the other night. Yeah. 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 What do you mean? Bass you Tuesday night. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Last oh. Tuesday, yeah. Whoa. Oh. First one Forever. Ike Live, or Bass U. Since did we it started.
0: hurt you to your soul?
4: It did. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No. You were you were missed,
4: yeah. but oh, I, I know. And I rem- I, yeah, I can. Ima- I can only imagine.
3: I rem- I, I I remember, <laughs> um, I remember one of the first shows that never happened. We did an entire show that never made it to air. No, we, no. with Trent.
4: We did. So we did it. It was like show number three with Trent Cole. <laughs> Poor <Right>? Trent. Trent <laughs> Trent and Fletcher. No, <laughs> Fletcher wasn't there for that one. No, this
1: was early, was early, early.
4: I could have swore Fletcher was there for that
1: one.
0: No, that was just straight up Trent. Was right? it straight that up? Trent? That was just
4: Trent. I yeah. Think. But okay. I remember because it looked like Fletcher was like on his shoulders. Yeah. He was this little boy him. I could have him.
1: swore Fletcher was there for that one. Maybe was it?
4: Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. Yes. No, but halfway through that show we had a technical difficulty. I think <laughs> somebody kicked a plug out. Yeah. I don't know. Something happened. Just the plug yeah. came but out. But then we somewhere. we couldn't fix it. Then things. we went back live and and but we weren't we did like another <laughs> hour where we like just talked about stuff we were fake live great yeah. conversation yeah. we were yeah. fake it live go ahead by the way yeah shout out to uh Mark Jeffries shout out to Mark for Jeffries not, for not teaching me the how, how to turn the sh- yeah. shit back shout on out <laughs> <Jeffries> <laughs> <years> yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mark Jeffries Eight years <laughs> ago yeah
1: shout out to Mark Jeffries for not only helping to create the show and That's he's right. really behind Ike live, he's behind BU he's yeah. really yes. he's he's a he's a genius uh, but a bigger shout-out to Mark Jeffries because today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Mark. I know. Everybody, everybody put your did drink up. If you're so watching up. right now, and you're drinking beer. You're so drinking Founders Markle. or a tin cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Mark Jeffries happy birthday, uh, Mark. Uh, over at Best Talk Live. No, we love you, Mark.
0: Another lap around the sun for Jark mm. mm-hmm. oh.
1: Uh Also, want to remind everybody, if you're watching right now, if you're watching over you're on not. Facebook, <laughs> Uh, it's it's <laughs> okay we like our Facebook viewers too but if you're watching on Facebook do me a favor like and share that feed That's all you have to do like and share the feed while you're watching and if you do that you're gonna be entered in a contest to win an Ike live gift bag it's right here give me a weight on that back I'm talking approximately uh, Call click click uh, 20 I, uh,
0: yeah, it's good like 20 25 20 25 pounds, yeah. pounds of
1: sponsor products loaded in this world famous Ike live gift bag. Uh, like and share the feed, and Jake, you're going to do a little. Uh, uh, what are you, you going to do here? A little random selection at we're the end of the show in third segment. Spin a, wheel. spin a wheel. Spin a wheel. Okay, so random selection of the like and share uh, uh, people that participate in that, and you're going to win that bag. So it's going to be awesome. Um,
0: And we'll find out if you're going to receive it, because now Jake's in charge. Right. Oh, boy. Your luck wasn't very high with Rich, so maybe Jake, it (laughs) goes up a little bit. Jake, yeah.
1: Half a percent. It's on you. (laughs) Uh, Also, let me remind everybody, if you're watching tonight, throughout the show, we're going to have some random questions, or we'll take some of the best comments, and we're going to be giving you some of this brand-new, Ike-approved AFCO product. It's awesome. We'll be giving you away some of these hats and beanies uh, throughout the show tonight. So it's are awesome. we are giving
4: away riches to the fans tonight? Yeah, we'll riches give away stuff. riches, <laughs> little <laughs> thing that
1: Miss Janet set aside. <laughs> Just give that picked away. the sizes? Miss Janet, I think, did, didn't oh, she?
0: She's did Miss Janet do it?
4: That's
1: awesome. She,
0: she and I did it together. Did we not get yeah. it right?
3: Well, yeah. your assessment of me is very kind. Very flattering. It. It. Very flattering, <laughs> but uh, a <Yeah>. little <laughs> on the small side. Yeah. Well, no, their <laughs> stuff
0: has a bit of a boxier fit, though.
3: Is
4: that right?
0: You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it. Try it on. If it doesn't
4: fit, we'll, right. we'll fix you up. Are you trying to say uh, it's not your size, Brian? Oh, I'm good.
0: It's I'm good. just Peter.
5: Yeah, well uh,
4: I
1: was I'd, a little tight. Yeah, a little tight. Yeah. Okay. I was in Were pa- you Pete I, tight I, or I, Jake
3: pa- tight? I passed Pete <laughs> tight. I passed mine on to Jake.
1: So yeah, yeah, it wow, was, it was close. Yeah. Let goes, me uh, How do you.
0: At least y'all are men. You can't be offended.
1: Can't be offended. It's bad enough. Let me real quick, too, Brian, I had a note about this, and I want to talk about it while it's sitting right here in front of me. But uh, we enjoy tin cup whiskey every show. We love it. Indeed. I drink it. Man, we were camping the other night. Listen to me. Brush your teeth with it. Dude, it's cold. We're camping. We're in Gettysburg. It's cold. We're sitting by a fire. Oh, dude, me and Don, I went went with my buddy Don. We just poured a little bit of that in there sitting by the fire. Dude, it doesn't get any better than that. But tin cup. Uncle Don? No, not Uncle Don. Oh. Don, our friend Don, yeah. um, Tin Cup's doing some cool stuff in the fishing world, and I want to I want to talk about this. Got a note about this through Tin Cup's dollar a bottle fish stocking program. They're working with the Indiana Bass Federation, and they're putting 2,000 bass in Lake Monroe tomorrow, and that's in Indiana, uh, big lake over there in Indiana. So they're giving back. I like that.
0: That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome.
4: Yeah, and it, that's uh, not the first time, either. No, and yeah.
1: I love I love companies, Pete, that we work with that are giving back to the outdoors. We're going to be talking to AFCO later. Yeah. They do so much, I, I cannot even <laughs> tell been, you.
3: They've been doing it forever.
1: Forever, since the beginning. Right. Since the beginning of the company. Percentage
3: so, of their yeah. revenue goes right back into the environment. Goes uh, right back. 10%. Yeah. It's 10%, in fact, yeah. on right. all yeah. AFCO purchases.
1: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes right back to you know, conservation and outdoor programs and all this kind of stuff. But here's another thing I wow. want to mention. This is awesome. And while I mention it, I'll show you another piece here. This is the coach's jacket in black, Brian. I'll just show you real quick. Oh. Love this one, too. Uh, but if you're watching tonight and you're going to see a lot of this new Ike apparel, uh, this I, uh, FCO Ike-approved apparel, a percentage of all this, Pete, goes toward the Ike Foundation. So a yeah. piece of each purchase goes to the Ike Foundation to help get new kids fishing. Dude, I thought that was awesome. That is awesome. You know, when they came up with this program of this new apparel, like that was as important to them mm-hmm. as it was to me and Becky. So thank you guys for doing that. And I want everybody to know, well, man, if you buy some of this stuff, a little bit's going back to getting kids fishing. Yeah. Are you uh, playing with my mic? No,
0: there's a Quincy hair stuck oh. in your mic. It was making me nuts. It might have been a chin
1: hair. Or that. know it was Quincy hair. Ball chinian. Uh, Brian, I – Th- this is one that's that's hard because no. I know I know this is a hard one because <laughs> I want to talk about it and I want to celebrate it, but it's hard. It's hard to talk about it, and I can tell you. Li- listen to me, man, Pete. You know this. I travel with Pete since the '60s, probably <laughs> for a long time. Pretty long. And I'm not a I. I don't like I don't like to get like emotional, you know what I mean. I don't cry. I mean, if you if you live in Jersey, right, like you're taught to be manly and not not show emotions. But this is the kind of thing that like when I I it, in fact Brian sent me the news. Uh, I first heard from Brian. I got a text and and we were out actually like walking around and I just I couldn't even keep it together. You know what I mean? And um, I do. It's 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 tough to swallow, but I do. I want to take this approach. As a celebration, um, because he was so impactful mm-hmm. to the fishing industry, but to people—and um, I said that mm-hmm. already—but I want to say it again: how much of a class act this guy was, and and how much he had a positive effect on people's lives. Uh, we're going to do a little Aaron Martin, uh, Aaron Martin's tribute, and Jake put together a little montage for us. So let's let's start with that. Brian, you want to roll that? Oh man, I know.
4: Yeah, I'm just. Moment of silence here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's uh it's hard it's hard it's hard and beautiful to watch that at the same time, you know. And it's funny I was watching all those images and there were images of Aaron as a competitor and there was images as Aaron as a teacher and you know like all these different images of him, but the one thing that was the same in all those pictures is he always had that like the d- that he was always Aaron. Yeah. Like yeah. even he had, when he, he was mad and pissed off, yeah, he was always like happy and yep. had this positive energy to him, you know. And it was like ironic because the one picture I was in was me standing behind him at the weigh-in tank. And here's me like I could see me fretting and like I'm, you know, probably mad or angry or something pissed off and Aaron's just in front of me just smiling, you know. And that that was that was always Aaron, man. Mm-hmm. Um Brian, we talked about this before, and I, I, I want to say this the right way. But, dude, out of all the people in the fishing industry, there, there's good guys. There's guys that are okay. There's a couple bad ones out there.
4: Assholes like me. There's a couple
1: <laughs> bad ones mixed in. But, dude, Aaron was one of the good ones. <laughs> he was a genuinely good soul, like to, to the core. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, one of the best, dude. One of the a hundred best.
3: A hundred percent agree. I, you know, and I, I got you know fished against him. Like I saw him in that the Ranger jersey. You know, yeah. back when
1: we were getting that West Coast invasion. Yeah. He was part of that. Yeah. That one was and when he would fish Pittsburgh, by the way, which was a great Aaron moment. Yeah. When he fished Pittsburgh. Yeah.
3: And um, you know, I just uh, you know, I've been around him, and he's just so easy to know. And he, he had, like you said, he. To me he had a light. He just yeah. always had a light yep. about him. Yep. And um he <laughs> just get so emotional talking about it. But uh I it's like I always I, I wasn't around him enough. Yeah. And I was around him just a little bit. Yeah. I you know, I got the you know, we, we hung out a couple times and um and you just felt he just made you feel wonderful. Yeah when you were around him. He made you feel good about you. Yeah. Uh he just had that that Crazy ability to do that, yeah, and always, always in that positive frame of mind. It was, it, it, I just, I just love the guy, and I'm glad that, and I said this on the shows. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad the the suffering for him is over, yeah. But man, I'm
1: gonna miss that guy. Oh man, mm-hmm. every I think everyone that even if if you never met Aaron, it's it, it comes through in anything that he was a part of, you know. Mm. Uh, that positive energy comes through in, so oh man, he's gonna he's except,
3: except when he would argue with guys at Bash University,
4: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about stuff. Yeah, that would be. That Please would be tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need a break from this. I remember. <laughs> the, uh, uh, this
3: I remember he he was with us in sixteen and eighteen. He did some seminars <laughs> with us, and uh, and he just had a in Aaron style. Man, he was like a, a squirrel just getting you oh, know yeah. taking. In every which way, but the big the big point of contention at this one yeah. was he was adamant about these guys throwing forty pound test braid. That's all you'll ever need. <laughs> and he's in the room with flippers and power fishermen, just flat out. You're wrong. Nope, <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> just just thoroughly, you know, flying in the face of it. Yeah. And I agree. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why do you need more than forty? Uh. Well, you know, barnacles. Oh, schmarnacles. Shopping <laughs> carts. <laughs> uh, big fish. It's 40. Yeah. 40 braids. Pretty heavy. I don't know. J- Aaron, but Aaron was always that way. Like, he always erred on the light. Like, he was always going, like, five-pound five pound yes. test, yeah. you know? and yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, so he always pushed that ex- extreme and felt like, uh, you know, he could get more out of the lighter line. But it was really funny to see him just absolutely contradict so adamantly, I you know, after yeah. we <laughs> were just taught, you know, yeah. 65, <laughs> 80 pounds, yeah.
1: don't bother yeah. if you're not going to throw it at. It's a
4: three-pound fish. Yeah. <laughs> but his – his, his, uh,
1: his, that uniqueness to Aaron is what really, like, drew me to him early on because he was always like that, like where he'd be on wo- talking about one thing and then, like, a minute later it's something else – and 30 seconds later yeah. it's something else. But that was that Dearn. was him. Yeah. And that's what I, I love that about Aaron. But here's the thing I want I wanted to mention. And again, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I won't say any other names. But dude, Aaron was, if not the best, one of the best fishermen alive. Right?
4: Oh yeah. From yeah.
1: the natural, they call him the natural, right? He was the best fisherman I've ever f- competed against. Like watching what he did and watching it. He never kn- he never knew it. Or if he knew it, he never even acknowledged that or cared about it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Humble. Yeah, he had a humble. humble. Dude, he there had was a humble, a humble nature about him. And there yeah. are a lot of other guys that are good like Aaron, mm-hmm. but they know it like they know it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I don't I, again, I'm not saying any names, but they know it. And they but Aaron, he didn't care that yeah. he was one of the best. He didn't give a shit <laughs> because it wasn't. It wasn't about that. You know what I mean? It it, it was, oh, man, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that he never changed y- from the day that I met him. By the way, we both ter- turned pro in the same year. Oh, yeah. We were both exactly the same exactly age. Same I mean, age. we had a lot of similarities. But from the minute that I met him um, that first year, which was ninety ninety nine, fall ninety nine, he was the same dude. Yeah. Before, he was the Aaron Martins that we know now, right? He was just a kid from the West Coast. hmm same dude. Same dude. Yeah. And you could ask a lot of people that are were really, really tight with him, and they'll say the same thing. He never changed. Never got a big head. Never got yeah. never knew he was the best inside. You know what I mean? Like, he never. Well, it never came out that way.
3: Right. Like, he could <laughs> talk to a guy that's brand new to fishing or guys like you that, you know, won classics and AOIs and he's just, he's, he's it seemed like he was the same Yeah, all around. And I, I fished. I had a. And this was really special um for me. It was at Thousand Islands and I I don't think we even had a chance to talk about it. But um I I drew out with a um a, a co angler, obviously that was a marshal. And he marshalled uh twice with Aaron. Wow. And it was it was just an unbelievable day. Yeah. Uh you know I went out to the big water. Oh yeah. And we were out there by ourselves, just me and, you know, no boats around yeah. us. We're we're in the three to five foot swells and yeah. you know just doing our thing and 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 he's telling me stories his favorite Aaron Martin story which was a cool one because um, he was he said that Aaron uh, told him that he said I really like you because you can you can tell the difference when I'm talking to myself and when I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was uh that was cool. He had to, he had the l- and you know, Aaron was going through a hard time back in September. Yeah. Obviously your old family was, but we just we caught we caught four pound smallmouth all day. Yeah. And we just th- Aaron I just felt like Aaron was was with us. Yeah out in the boat yeah. that day. He was in our conversation and spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, that w- That
1: was that was a pretty special day, yeah. you know. Beck, I know we, we've got great Aaron stories, and we got to spend a lot of time with Aaron and Leslie and the kids. Um, they camped, we camped. So there was yeah. a period where we were touring mm-hmm. where we spent a lot of time with them, and I know you, you probably have some great stories. I uh, Real quick, I know I want to just tell you one, though. Brian, every time I would – Ran, run into Aaron and this is special. Aaron when, especially when we were camping he'd always come by and he, he would be jogging in the morning or something or jogging in the afternoon he would run when he'd come back from the That's turn. He, was the energizer
0: he would get off the water and he'd go and for he, like a five or oh six yeah. mile jog. and he
1: would always come by on his run and he would purposely stop by my camper and he would stop by and I'd be out like working on tackle or fiddling with something he'd be like He'd be like, "Bro, bro, when are you gonna start running with me, bro? I know. You got the build, <laughs> you got the body. When yeah. are you gonna, bro? You're a runner. When are you gonna start running?" And, and you guys would do the five k- or the uh, five Ks and the uh, we did this the, the Ragnar races yeah. together, and he would always bug me. Oh, come on, bro! You know, when are you gonna do? When are you yeah. gonna run? I'm like, I can't do that shit. You know? yeah. I'm like the water boy. I'm, I carry <laughs> the water for you guys, you know. And uh, but he'd always bug me about running, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. wanting to. To go run, uh, amazing, you know. It was like every time. It wasn't yeah. a time that passed that he didn't do that, you yeah. know. but uh, it's
3: Fascinating that, that he did that after. You know how exhausted you are mentally and physically. Oh, yeah. But he, he would talk to me about it, too, and, you know, said that. Of course, he was telling me that I should run with him, too, for a different kind of reason, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the runner's body right now. <laughs> and in order to acquire it, you need to get out there and run five miles after a tournament yeah. You know, yeah. but but it's it yeah the his ability to do. But he he was he would always talk about his focus. You know, like how uh, what you know it's like almost like uh, therapeutic.
4: Yeah, the more than more than it, more than it was
3: physical fitness. Yeah, it was just more therapeutic for him yeah to do it yeah uh, it's yeah a lot of miles yeah yes. did he run in there did he really run in those those weird shoes with the fi- with the oh toes yeah, out yeah. Them? oh yeah. yeah
1: he loved those shoes <laughs> yeah. yeah he loved those things they were great Brian he was uh I know you got a chance to hang with Aaron on a social level too and that's I want you to talk about that a little bit but dude Aaron was Aaron whether he was competing yeah. whether he was at a meeting yeah. seminar or just hanging too you had some good nights out with Aaron. He's just—he was that kind of guy.
4: Yeah, we did. We had we had a couple nights down at ICAST that were pretty pretty amazing. Just sitting there, listening to him tell his stories about where he grew up, you know, in California and that <laughs> in that development with the big house on the hill with all the lights that they made all the movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But we can't talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, did he? Did you ever hear him talk about the world record? that he pretty sure he has o- had on.
1: Yeah. I don't I didn't hear I n- I've never heard him tell the story, but I've heard the story yeah. through through people. Yeah.
4: We got to hear that that night. Yeah.
3: Uh, a bass a largemouth? Oh yeah. Would that would tell the story?
4: I can't. I don't remember it. He, I don't remember it in enough detail. It was right. it was a good night.
3: But he felt like he had it he <laughs> had the world record on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It?
1: That's amazing.
4: I, I got a question Mike. So you know, uh, just view Aaron as, you know, just this, just this kind soul, you know. N- no malice in this guy. Yeah. You know, it's just zero. 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 Legit.
1: Zero, zero,
3: zero. Unless right. you throw a 65-pound break.
4: Right. Fair enough. Zero. <laughs> and then you deserve it. Um, <laughs> but that kind of flies in the face of being a competitor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he still, like you said, was was the best, you know. Yeah. He was A O Y. Yeah. Do you think that held him back any? Not not having that cutthroat. I don't think not it having did. that gene. I,
0: no, because I, I think for him it was more, um, like you know, when you meet people with, um, like like, ADD or I. And I'm not saying that Aaron did, but it's more of that personality where their brain is all over the place until they have this thing that they're focused on, and it's like that singular focus. And I think for Aaron, it always. Manifested in having to figure out like he had to solve the puzzle because you guys talk about him being a natural and it was always fun. I mean, I'm everyone knows I'm not that big into fishing. I mean, clearly it's my life, but I don't want to listen to Mike give a seminar every day. Um, You don't. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. But I always <laughs> thought that, like, it was interesting <laughs> when Aaron would speak after, like, a tournament he won. Or, like, it was always intriguing to me because the way he spoke was interesting, even for someone who wasn't an avid angler. Because he would talk about, like, how he figured it out. Like, what was the tournament that he figured out the fish were eating the birds? Oh, yeah. yeah. It like, was, uh, I, I, j- I still.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, was, uh, that, was that Arizona. West Coast? Ari- uh Coast? Havasu? Havasu. 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 Yeah.
0: And I just, I still remember, like, how. Like, odd that was, but it was interesting to listen to him talk. So in my mind, like, it was more of a puzzle that he was figuring out. Like, he was so focused on it. So I don't think for him it was the competition that he was going to beat someone else. I think it was that he was going to solve the puzzle, which therefore won you a tournament. You know what I mean? But I I think there's different mentalities of people out there, and that seemed more like his – like like I don't have to go beat everyone like this is fun like that yeah. was always Aaron like yeah we're having fun yeah. but like when he was on the boat it was that 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 absolute focus that he yeah. had to solve the puzzle
1: yeah did H- did you ever bump into him on the water uh, never like spot bumping like in a specific spot in, in his community N- right never in his direct yeah. community but for sure fished around Aaron a lot and um you know the one thing is when I would see Aaron in an area in a tournament, especially during the tournament, I always felt good because <laughs> it was like when you see Aaron floating around dude you you're in a good area <laughs> <laughs> you're in a good area, even if it's you know if he's a quarter mile away, you know you're in a good place. But I can tell you like several times throughout my career, I've had times when Aaron would come up to me like after the day or after the tournament and be like he would come up to me and be like, "Oh man." I saw you on that sandbar over there. Yeah, I found those fish too. And I just I never went to them. And I saw you on. And he had that like like he finds a lot of good stuff, but he also had like the heart to
4: That's what I was saying about yeah. that. Right. Not having that cutthroat. But <laughs> I think
1: I think that's back. that's that's a great quality to have. Sure. A lot of guys don't have it. I don't. I, I don't have it. You know, like I'm competitive. You're like a good I, example of not having. I'm it. a good example, <laughs> yeah. of the opposite yeah. of being terrible. Uh, I've gotten better That's in terrible. my career, but but Aaron wasn't like that, and he didn't need to be like that. I think he was that good where he didn't need to do that. You know. Right. But you know, I I wanted to get back to the fact that and and, and Jake. Let me remind you, if you're watching, if you've got an Aaron story or if you want to comment about Aaron at all, please do. And we're going we're gonna to put some of this through here in a second. Um, but I, I mentioned this, Pete, in a post, and I want to say it again, which is he impacted so many people in fishing, right? Like when you look at people and, they, and you look at their styles, like we're watching all these 20-somethings come up right now. And, dude, they're 20 for crying out loud. That's ridiculous, But they've molded their career and their technique and style off of Aaron, right? Drop shotting, finesse fishing, the way he sets the hook, the way he handles, like, their whole style, how many thousands of anglers are out there that have learned how to fish from Aaron, right? So he was impactful from the fishing standpoint. Huge influence. But in my mind, dude, the bigger one is how, you, you know, like, impactful he was on people's lives. Like... I have not met a person ever in my life that has met Aaron or has watched Aaron from afar and hasn't had that positive vibe. You know what I mean? Dude, that speaks volumes to a person. That speaks volumes to a person. And I said it in my post, dude, I don't give a shit how many trophies and awards. You know what I mean? Like, none of that matters, right? At the end of the day, what matters is how you impact people. And, dude, he... He's just positive, positive impact on people. i i I've
3: never heard anybody, to to Brian's point, I've never heard anybody crack on Aaron or have a negative comment about, oh, man, he did this to me on the water, you know. Even in that harsh competitive environment, you know, he he, he just – it's a pure positive experience
1: mm-hmm. with him, yeah. you know. Yeah. Big impact. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. One of the crazy things, Beck, I, I did want to mention um, – you lost one of your good friends um, to the same kind of cancer, mm-hmm.
0: brain cancer. Brain
1: cancer, a year and a day, exactly mm-hmm. one year and one day mm-hmm. from when Aaron passed. Yep. Yeah.
0: Two years in a row.
1: Yeah, two years in a row. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough from the same uh, from the same kind of cancer. Jake, you got some? You got you got a couple comments you want to put through? Does anybody have a good story or a good Aaron comment you want to put through?
5: Yeah, we got a couple good ones over here. Okay. Um, real quick. I know it's something you, uh, you believe in. At the tournament where I posted the picture from, the uh, Chesapeake Bay tournament, yep. picture with Aaron, yep. he stayed for as long as I was there, and I know I was pretty far towards the back of the line, and if not longer after me, to make sure he signed every autograph. He was signing hats, shirts, whatever, had the trophy sitting there, take a picture with the trophy. Like He just he stayed. and It's awesome. And he made sure everyone got to talk to Aaron, have, yeah. a, have a handshake, take a picture. It's awesome. Uh, on a lighter note, Landon Tucker was at a media event with Aaron, and said that Aaron was chasing the cows after he spooked them, <laughs> and uh, went for the cow tip, and said he could have called him if he was running more than sixty percent of his speed. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not dialed, <laughs> wow, great story, Landon. But there is no negative comments on here about Aaron. Like everyone's talking about how humble he is, zero, compassionate, respectable, zero, accomplished.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah,
3: absolutely. It was uh, that was an amazing win on the Chesapeake, by What the a great way. win. Mm-hmm. And what a great and win. Just that it th- and that showed, like, to me, like, his, you know, he's a West Coast guy, so he's experienced with the tides, you know. Yeah. But, boy, you saw him just, like, wait, wait for it. He's like, they're missing it. The tide's going to get right. And he just knew. He knew. He just yeah. kn- he knew that
1: <laughs> that thing. And you that saw a lot, uh, th- you saw that in a lot of his wins, yeah. where you know you knew he, w- he knew he was going to win. Yeah. You know, as you watch it, you're you're looking at it and you're like, oh my god, he's going to win. And you know, just that was that confidence that he and, knew it was going to happen. And the know? joy, the the unadulterated
3: joy yeah. when he caught that seven pounder. Yeah. I mean, he was dancing, telling the you are showing oh, it to yeah. people in the marina, uh, yeah. you know, just, yeah. just the joy. Well, I I,
1: I always say that, amazing. and I be- I believe it's true. Like I I feel like fishing keeps me young, mm-hmm. but for sure, it it I think it kept Aaron young. You know, like we've all kind of aged, but. Man, when he was fishing, it was like he was 12 again, 10 again. Exactly you know? right. That's yeah. a great thing about yeah. the sport of fishing. Yep. But
3: Aaron had that, man. He, he had that at Havasu on that tournament you were talking about. Yeah. Like, like he knew. I the, remember. He knew the bird pattern, but yeah. he was still fascinated every time he made it oh, work. yeah. You know, he'd pick up that fish and he'd feel, there's the bird right in
1: there, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <He'd>, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty amazing.
1: Uh, we got a special guest, uh, Brian Carpenter, popping in mm. with us. Really Good friend of all of ours, a good friend of the show, uh, hopping on here live with a Zoom. We've got Dan O'Sullivan, Dano. Dano, love hey, you, man. Hey, everybody, how, how
6: are you guys? Love good, you
1: too. Good to see you tonight. You're going to come on and give us a great Aaron story. We're celebrating Aaron's life tonight on this show. You're going to give us a good well, Aaron story. Yeah,
6: the the thing about, I, I guess this, the, the, you know, there's there's always there's a there's a hundred of them. Um, but I got to meet Aaron in 1993, um, I was going to school at the Master's College in Southern California playing baseball and I tore my rotator cuff and was going to have surgery. And um, I had met this guy at a local uh, tackle store named John Via Zanko, and everybody called him Zank, another, uh, you know, just a good dude there, Southern California. He's like generation and a half of the hand poor guys another really good friend of Aaron's. And um, I met Zank at a tackle store and, you know, I could say, Hey, you know, I got nothing to do now. My baseball season's over. My baseball career's over. Let's go fishing. And so I'd pay for his gas and he'd take me out there. He was a guide. So, you know, he was making a living at it, but couldn't, you know, he couldn't uh, uh, when he wasn't, when he wasn't fishing, I, when he wasn't guiding, he would, he would take me along. And we went to Castaic one day, about three days before my shoulder surgery just to just to go do something that was uh to get my mind off of it and we're out there fishing up in the the in the fishing arm at castaic and we're throwing them we call them popcorn bass we're catching them on little georges and these fish are just going crazy we must have caught like 30 and he caught like 80 because he was really really good or still <laughs> is. but but um we go running around into the fishing arm and there's this white ranger I really didn't know the boats that well then, but there's this white ranger. This is like my second year around fishing tournaments at all and Navy blue stripes, red pins, and this guy standing up there. And I mean, just every drop is just pounding them. And I, and Zank tells me that's, that's this local guy named Aaron Martins. And he's really, really good. And, you know, he's, he says he he might be like 19 years old. And so we stood around him and Aaron is talking to Zank being his typical self going, Oh yeah, I, I got, I got this new graph. I, I this, this new, this, it's a Lawrence X 70 a and John it's, it's, it's like the only, you know, LCD that looks like paper. And Zank was a paper guy.
1: Yeah.
6: And he goes, you got to come over here and see this bro. <laughs> and so Zank rolls up. Now, mind you, I've not driven a bass boat yet. I started fishing with my buddy and my dad who had a tracker and Zank had a 1976 Eldocraft that was tan with brown metal flake stripes and an old clamshell mercury on it that he had done work on and it shot this rooster tail way up in the air and I think it was it was Aaron and his buddies that called it the Hershey squirt (laughs) and so we go up there and I'm pulling around and Aaron's spinning around with the trolling motor beast, 55 pound thrust, you know, Minn Kota, okay. I, I, motor guide is actually it was before the, before that. And Aaron is just jacking him, but he's showing Zank all these different things and showing him that the graph and Zank's trying to talk me through, get over here, drop it down, count it to whatever. And Aaron's like, no, count it to seven and a half or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm making up numbers, but super detailed. And uh, they were catching them on, Rapple of jigging pleakies. And I wrote that in my post that I did the other, ice jigs. Yeah. And, and sitting there in 30 minutes, Aaron had found this wad of fish and he caught like 30 of them while I'm sitting off watching. And uh, John says, here, go for a ride in this boat. He's always got one of the fastest boats around. And it's uh, the first time I'd ever been 70 plus on the water in a Ranger 481 v with a 175 that aaron was known at the time for doing stuff to his motor and um but then he looked at us and he goes come on let's go to dairy queen or foster's freeze or whatever (laughs) it was and we spent we spent the whole rest of the evening after we caught i mean they caught like 50 and i caught like 10 and they you know it was just stupid but yeah um and so i was familiar with aaron from southern california going to school down there and um then i started writing and i was writing for this publication called the fish sniffer uh in a pullout section the new bass pullout section and i kind of had a falling out with the i was writing for entry fees because i was fishing tournaments and um i decided to go try west coast bass and aaron Started in Western Outdoor News, which, Mike, you just fished the U.S. Open. Yeah. And uh, ABA, which was American Bass Association. Uh, ABA is kind of not there anymore. and so It was mainly a team circuit. Western Outdoor News had teams, and it was called One Bass. They had teams, and then they had pro-ams up and down the West Coast. And then there was West Coast Bass, which was a Northern California organization with ties to U.S. bass and some of these other things. But they were all pro-ams. And Aaron fished all the Southern Cal ones that went over to Mead and and, and Powell and some of these, Um, but I was familiar with him. And then he started coming up fishing the Northern California stuff with West Coast because they were giving boats away too. And of course he's winning stuff. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Kent Brown, another one of our friends uh, was the sales guy at West Coast Bass and he's kind of laid out. When I first went to West Coast and asked them to write for them, it's the first time I really considered myself writing professionally because I was actually getting $150 an article, 75 of it in cash, 75 of it in West Coast Bass Bucks, which would go towards entry fees or shop and sponsor product. And rather than just getting credit for entry fees, I was actually getting some money for it. And um, I, it was my second or third interview. And I'm getting somewhere with this, but it's just as the memories pour, but Aaron and the way, you know, Beck brought it up, the way that he talked and the way that he conversed detail, it wasn't always that way. Yeah. So this article was a shaking worms article. You know, there was this technique that was started out there. Ivino was real big on it. Everybody else, the doodling technique, brass and glass, the whole deal. And Aaron was really, really good at it as he was everything else. But it was three guys, two Northern California guys and Aaron. And so the first guy was a guy named Dave Rush, not Bass's own Dave Rush, but another guy, Dave Rush, that fishes tournaments out there and had won a bunch of stuff, a bunch of pro-ams. Another guy named Nate Lemons, who was another worm shaker that had won two pro-am, two boats in the last two years in in draw tournaments and and Aaron. So it was kind of like sitting in a room with you, Mike. I can say, tell me about throwing a DT6 on flats. I don't have to talk for another 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then maybe just ask you one or two questions because you're so detailed and you're going to get all the information that I just need to fill in little details with questions. Well, that's the way it was with the first two guys. So I've got this groove going in this article. So I called, talked to Carol. She was mailing me pictures because they, we didn't have digital. It was mail pictures that they could scan to put in the, and, and then she sets up the call with Aaron. And so I get on this phone call with, with, with Aaron Martins, who I'd met uh, three or four years earlier. Um, this is like 98 and I'd met him five years. I'd met him in 93. And so I go, okay, Aaron, the article is shaking worms. Tell me what you do. I shake it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and I say, I, okay, what do you mean? Why? Well, yeah. You know, I, I look at where I want to throw it to, you know, maybe I'm looking at the, the graph of my Lorance and then, you know, I make a cast and then what? Well, it hits the bottom and then what? I shake it. Until <laughs> what? I get a bite. And then what? I set the hook. How?
2: <laughs> and I go,
6: Whoa, 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 Stop back up, retool. And now it's like a whole different approach and this stuff. And, and I remember that the first interview that I did with him, it really was working to get the information out of him yeah and then fast forward to other years later to see the development of his brain as a promoter yeah to to be able to express what he was saying but then back what what you brought up is is that you know there's you know people always said well Aaron's different or he's quote special or he's these things and I know that for those of us from the west coast that were so used to being around him we'd get offended when people would say that yeah because to us it was a beautiful special and a beautiful different yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. that and a lot of people were just like dude he's weird no he's not it's 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 seriously Cinderella man type stuff yeah yeah and and you'd you'd sit there and you would listen to him. And, and I just remember, I guess one of the, one of the things that my career that I'll look at is Louis Stout called me one day and says, I need to ask you a question. I said, what's that? He goes, I, I have a, I have to do an interview with Aaron and you always seem to get pretty good stuff with him. And he says, I get so frustrated interviewing him. And I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay out a scenario for you. You ask him a question, and he goes north, hundred feet, turns east, goes back down south, comes back over here to the to the northeast, and then about here you get frustrated because he's not giving you your answer yet. So you remind him of what the answer is, and then it, then you don't get your que- your question answered. Right? He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Let him talk."
4: Yes, I yeah. said,
6: "Aaron has this path that his." thought process takes that's going to take you through this zone and uh, through this maze yeah Yep. and he will always come back and give you that answer that you were looking for but in point a c d and z he's going to give you something that is absolute gold yeah yeah and he knows in his mind he knows where he's going and you just have to take the ride with
4: him yeah yeah and
6: and Louie called me after the interview and, and, and said, thanks. Cause that really helped me. Um, but it just was, you know, that, that the other thing and, and he was such a pure heart, mm. um, you know, after the MLF switch, which, you know, the, the, when you guys all went, went there and, and you're going to have that 2019 classic and, and, you know, there's tension. Obviously, it was a tough time in the sport and uh, some people agreed, didn't agree, whatever it was. But I'm, I, I went over to his boat a few times during media day. Um, always had someone standing around him, so I couldn't get to him at the end of the day. I walked over and I said, what's up, Aaron? He goes, bro, Dano, don't love me no more. Didn't come see me. I said, I tried, man. You always had people with you. He goes, I know. It surprised me. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> He said, I thought everybody was going to be mad at me." And I said, you know, I'm sure there's people that are, people are upset about this stuff with, um, but Aaron, it's kind of hard to really be upset with people that are just trying to better themselves. And I left that little conversation. I gave him a high five and a bro hug. And and, I was kind of heartbroken for a minute there because for someone with as pure a heart as he was i uh he just didn't want you wouldn't want someone like that to feel like people wouldn't like him because yeah. he was trying to better his life
1: yeah yeah
6: and uh they're just they're, I, I like you said before I, I i don't think i really don't think i ever heard him say a bad word about uh, anybody
1: no, aaron, aaron didn't have a bad bone in his body yeah not not a single no moment.
6: he didn't and I mean, I'm, I've had a hundred memories flood, you know, just, just stuff that's, you know, mine, Yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah.
6: Um, you know, I'm not a guy that wants pictures or autographs or stuff like that with, with you guys. Cause I respect so much what you guys have all done and I want to treat you like professionals and I want to act like a professional and my things are those memories. Yeah. You know, Mike, I'm I'm sitting here right now behind me is, is, you know, this is, this is probably the only autograph I have. And you know what?
1: I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dano. (laughs) (laughs) Some of of that went to the Ike Foundation, I'm sure. So thank you. You
6: were doing a fundraiser. You were doing a fundraiser for the Ike Foundation. (laughs) There you go. Dude. And at at any point in time, I know I could have walked in on you know, in the bathroom as I've always done, and ju- you know, mess around and get videos or whatever that we've always done playfully because we're all seem to be good at that. But but I, I just I have these memories that oh there it is will just they'll forever you know they'll forever be just my little moments of being fortunate and blessed to be around everybody and. Aaron just always made you feel like you were the only person standing there in the room with
1: him. Yeah. Well said. He he did. He definitely had that effect on people for that, sure.
3: That's the best description of it. Yeah. But, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. He,
3: when you were in his company, you, you you felt like that. that felt like that exact thing. Like yeah. every he he was involved with everything that you said. You know? Yeah. yeah. He I, is, I did like I did
6: like agitating him though. How <laughs> would how what would Cause, that, cause what would agitate Aaron?
4: I I, I sixty five. Well, I could braid. say one.
6: I could say one thing. I could go, dude. I don't know why you go through all that effort. I just tie a Palomar knot. <laughs> oh, damn! Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
6: come on, man. Yeah. Not not you know, you, conversation.
1: Uh, we get him for sure. And, and, yeah. and
6: Oh, bro! Come on. Let, let yeah. me show you. give me your line and and you tie this. You tie. You tie your knot. Tie your knot. And he would grab it and he'd put like you know, four inches of line together. And he'd go, tink, tink, tink. see, I can break it. And I'm like, but that's not the physics, Aaron, of what the, you know, you've got 40 feet of line out there in front of you. There's line stretch. There's the bend of the rod. There's all those things. It's not that big of a deal. There's not that much pressure on the knot, but the one time bro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: or the other one that the other one that I, that I, that I got him going on one day um, and there, there, you could get him going on a hundred different things, but was, was, he loved that swamp donkey frog, not a sponsored bait, just loved that swamp donkey frog that reaction innovations made. And uh, I think they still do. And uh, I just kind of looking at it, I'm a tackle geek myself, not anywhere near what he was. Uh, but that angle of those hooks, I just didn't like it. Just my own thing. I know it caught plenty of fish, but he's standing there one day going, dude, I lost Man, I lost two big ones today on a frog, bro. And I goes, because you're throwing that swamp donkey. What? (laughs) Dude, I catch a lot of them. I said, Yeah, but you only lose the big ones and got him going for like, Uh, you know, (laughs) got
1: his head a little bit. Yeah.
6: (laughs) No, he was gonna, he was just gonna prove his point. (laughs) That was the the only thing that he would get worked up about, was that he had a theory and he was gonna prove it to you. Yeah. And
4: uh that's beautiful.
6: But I I just I don't know man i I fished a tournament Saturday for a fallen coworker at the boat dealership, Bucks Island that I work at part time and I do the marketing at and and I was on the water with you know this tournament for Jamie Collette this you know friend of ours and coworker and it's funny as I'd be fishing this tournament and me and my partner'd be talking about Jamie, and then all of a sudden my head would turn to Aaron, yeah. and I got choked up more times than not, yeah. during that day, and yeah, uh, I don't know. He, he just, you know, it's a, it's a generation. You know, you guys are all in that generation that I it's, it's, you got the the bill dances and the Rollins and the, the And that's, that's a crossover, but there's that, that generation that's, that's you and, and Skeet and, and, and Aaron and, and Kevin, and, you know, there's some crossovers all there, but, but, and i think about it we're so fortunate as a quote fishing professional fishing family and it's we're all intertwined but we're so fortunate that we haven't really lost anybody until this yeah and that's not the guy we would have ever envisioned yeah, yeah. that doing because there's a lot of people that live really hard yeah but uh i guess we're just fortunate and I'm i'm fortunate that 27, 28 years of my life was being able to look at that guy's light. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, they were, Dan, Dan they were great stories. Uh, man, I, I thank you for coming on and sharing those because I think a lot of people have those stories. And and people, we said earlier, pe- people that he didn't even physically meet, right? People that just watched him or listened to him or watched a seminar or watched or read about him in a magazine. He, that light was passed even through that stuff. You know what I mean? So he had a huge impact on the sport. He had a huge impact on people. And that's something you gotta celebrate. You know what I mean? And we're here to do that. So Dano, thank yeah, you. We for, are. Thank you for coming My on. Pleasure. And and talking about most, that. The
6: most the most important thing was is, you know, Beck, what you brought up was, you know, the Ragnars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Is that as much as he gave to all of us behind the scenes, that was the guy that was always there to be there for Leslie, for the kids, and all yeah. the stuff that you saw from him and his family, and just just, just a wonderful, wonderful person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good family da- guy,
3: and, good dad. Dano, um, thanks for sharing all that stuff. For real. And, and um, amazing beard, by the way. I haven't seen you for a long time. Yeah, it looks good. looks good. It's well, pretty it, long. It,
6: it actually it actually kind of needs a trim. And look at that. I'm white. It's it's uh, 51 years old now, guys. I mean. Wow. Yeah. I like the yeah. white. I just. I
1: like the one. I like it. It looks good. It's getting
6: old. Look at that. You know, that's what happens when you have three daughters. Yeah. I <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they, they, I, I, I said, uh, and Becky, Becky's over there going, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going white. I'm not gonna <laughs> turn gray on she me. She hates my beard.
1: She makes me cut uh, it. You Good. Uh,
6: speaking of beards, you know, uh, there's another, there's another fundraiser that you did, Mike. And I get this text one night. Yeah. I don't know. 1030 at night from a guy that goes, I just bought Ike's beard. Is that yeah. weird?
1: <laughs> I think he has it in Is his it, wine cellar now. I
6: think his, he does too. Yeah, yeah he might his, use it to he might use it to broom off the bottle. Probably he uses it, I, to, it to,
4: from his rear view mirror. And his <laughs> from his rearview mirror on his yellow Lamborghini, <laughs> That's right. and then it's he a, brings it a, in his
1: wine cellar and brooms off his thirty thousand dollar <laughs> bottle of wine. Yeah, it's it's,
6: it's 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 a turkey beard. That's good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, you guys, hey. Thank you for having this Thanks time. Thanks for coming on, Dan. It's great you know, seeing you. We love
1: you, man. We will yeah, see you, you in too.
3: Gadsden, Alabama. Yeah, uh,
1: you will. January. We will see you there. Yes. I get
6: to. I get to take Mike to Rock and Roll Sushi again. Can I? Can I give a? Can I give the last time he was here? Can I give one more story? Yep. Uh, I was irresponsible <laughs>
0: that night. Oh
6: no. Mike. Mike says, "Hey, come on. Where do you want to go to dinner?" And I and I said, oh, "Well, you know, there's this great sushi place. It's open till nine. It was good." It's and good. he goes. I forgets and it's great. I mean, I really like it. The lady's really nice that owns it. And Mike goes, I'm buying sake for the table. And I love warm sake. Mm-hmm. And I had a sip of it. We hadn't eaten yet. Christina has a beverage. Her car's sitting right outside. And I have another thing. And I and I looked at Christina and I said, you might want to call the girls. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up having to call my teenage daughters to come pick us up. Because I had a <laughs> Yes, I texted that my mother-in-law awesome. and said, "Am I irresponsible?" I had to call my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
4: awesome. I'm looking forward to doing that soon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm looking forward to All more. Right, I'm looking forward to more sushi and sake with you, Dana.
6: Anytime, dude. I, I I look forward to being here. I know you got you and my other brother-ish that are going to be here, and uh, we're we're really looking forward to that. So it's
1: going to be
4: fun. It's going to be a good week. It is. Enjoy the rest of your night,
6: guys. And uh,
4: thank you, Dan.
1: Whatever
6: your decision is as a family. We love you guys, and we're rooting
1: for you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Appreciate Dan. it. Dan O'Sullivan, everybody. Dan O's. Yes, man. There were some good stories. Um, I did want to show you, Brian. I want to show everybody real quick. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if we have Zoom anymore, but that is when Aaron was with us, and he oh. signed this hat, and it sat on the shelf. We had it downstairs in the old studio. We have a new studio. Aaron Martin's B A S S A O Y three times. 05, 13, and 15. Wow. It's pretty incredible. Yep. Incredible feat.
0: I love that he put three times. Three <laughs> times. He <laughs> wrote three times. <laughs> Just in case you knew uh, you, you didn't times. know that
1: there were three separate yeah, years. As if
3: to talk to the guys that only have two. Right. <laughs> I only have
1: two. There's like three swindle. Times. Yeah, that <laughs> lousy swindle only has two. <laughs> substandard. Yeah, substandard. Uh, Aaron has three. What a great piece of memorabilia. And that, that will never leave the studio, Brian De Carpenter. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, it feels good. Like, when I started this, I was like – I honestly, was borderline didn't want to talk about it because you get so choked up and emotional, right? You're like almost – you almost don't want to talk about it. But when you start to talk about the stories and celebrate and think about how impactful he was to people, it's worth talking about. And I hope people keep talking. I hope uh. people – you know, remember and just keep spreading the word of how good Aaron was as a person. More than anything, you sure know. Yeah. And I, real quick, Brian De Carpenter, we're going to do a little shot here before before we go. I want to do a toast. Yep. Let's do a toast, yep. and we're going to take a little break. Before I do that, I just want to step up right now. I know we've got a lot of people watching. Brian De Carpenter gave me numbers. I know we have a lot of people from the tournament leagues watching tonight. I know we have a lot of other pros <laughs> watching tonight. I know we have a lot of aspiring professionals watching tonight that are going to fish the Opens. I want to challenge everyone right now. This is the time of the year to do it. I want to challenge you
4: No, to, not November?
1: No. Oh. I want to <laughs> challenge you for to do this now, because this is the time when you're doing it. In 2022, put something on your jersey or on your wrap that is a, oh, a like memorial that. for Aaron. Yeah. I want to challenge you to do that right now, and in fact, Beck, we'll get a little thing going. We'll get an email going to all the pros and all the leagues, and maybe we can get—I uh, know they do it in hockey, Brian. Yep. They do—they do a stripe. Maybe we do a purple stripe or something. Yeah. To to yep. rem- to, to, to to celebrate Aaron, right? To Absolutely. celebrate Aaron in 22. So I challenge everybody to think about that. We'll come up with specifics for that. But let's That's do let's do a toast while we're here. And this is um, – we're doing a little tin cup here. And this is to Aaron, again, celebrating his life. Uh, and uh, we, we love you, Aaron. Always will love you. Always. Thank you for everything you've done for everybody. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Amen. Cheers. Cheers, Aaron. Uh, that was good. Mm. All right, Brian, let's and do this. Let's change – Let's change the vibe of this. Um, we're going to take a little bit of break. Listen, if you're watching, this is a brand-new Ike Live show. That was a great uh, segment talking about Aaron. We love Aaron. Um, when we come back, Brian De Carpenter, we're going to get uh, Matt on the phone. We're going to yeah. talk a little bit about the new AFTCO Ike-approved apparel. Yep. And then right after that, in that same <laughs> segment, we are going to make the announcement. Beck, are you ready to make this announcement? The
3: announcement of the announcement. What, what, what are you going to be announcing?
1: We're going to make the announcement of what we're going to do in 2022. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you yeah. know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have the experience. You know, and it, it, it's amazing, I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting, yeah. it's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And, and uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. Yeah. be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature, conservation, Conservation. uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way, we're trying to help with that. So it's it's important, it's important for us. We're proud of it.
3: TH Marine has been producing top-of-the-line Marine accessories to rig boats from transom to trolling motor for decades. From jack plates to fish care to LEDs, TH Marine has you covered. TH Marine, outfitting your boat from transom to
2: trolling motor. Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend, and the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way to celebrate taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures? And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? Founders All Day IPA, low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Perfect for any occasion.
1: We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelled H-E-S-H-I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iconelli collection. That's right, I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never I mean never find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code IKE20. Go to HeshySocks.com, use the promo code IKE20 to get the most comfortable socks in the world.